This is Communication Means Talking Together. Welcome to another episode. Today we're talking about listening. It's often thought of as an afterthought, right? The act of listening in terms of what communication consists of. When we, when we talk about communication, we're always discussing better ways to use words. And we might, as a, as a follow-up, we might switch to talking about the written word. So spoken word, written word. But listening is something that doesn't occur, not even perhaps as the fourth or fifth component. We're spending so much time on how to get our points across that we spend little to no time, consciously at least, in terms of how to be better receivers of someone else's point of view. So I thought it would be a fun conversation to explore the other side of communication, if you will. Depending where you grew up, you may or may, have, may, or may not have heard the cliché that there's a reason we have two ears and one mouth. And as, hack, as hackneyed as they, that may sound, the simple concept is that better communicators, I won't say the best communicators, but better communicators, are those that listen more and speak less, read more and write less, as the case may be. Now, that doesn't mean that we're giving ourselves less importance or maybe uh, taking a step back in the discussion. You can have a place in the discussion, a place of importance, a place of impact. Think of it this way. What if part of our goal, assuming folks in the audience today are either current or aspiring Leaders, what if part of our role is driving discussion, collaboration, getting together on various ideas, allowing the airing of ideas that are in error? Perhaps part of the challenge and almost the measuring stick of a good speaker, communicator, leader, is how much good, healthy dialogue they're able to generate or make space for in various circumstances, different meetings, and different setups. If people, put it another way, put it in simple terms, if you can have certain qualities about you, a calmness, a patience, good eye contact, healthy gestures, confident, but inviting and welcoming. Assertive in and of yourself so that no one can take you lightly or disrespect you, and yet ensuring that all those around you are able to speak up and share their thoughts as well. 
and participate, be a part of the ongoing dialogue that may be occurring. You may have been in these meetings, I know I have, where perhaps I was an onlooker, a listener, an observer, and I'm allowing you know, many people to talk. And the discussion may go 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour sometimes, maybe more than one hour, been in those meetings too. And it's good substantive discussion, right? Maybe we're, we're working on a tough problem. How do we increase it? How do we keep this customer? How do we make sure that things don't fall apart or the, the challenging task ahead of us is handled successfully? And you have this one person that's been quiet, for the most part quiet, through the proceedings. But here towards what turns out to be the ending moments of the meeting, they speak up. Maybe they ask a question. Maybe they make a point, an observation, or share a piece of data. But in very few words, and their suggestion or idea or question dramatically changes the direction of the conversation. Maybe even brings it to a close, at least for that day. Because people feel, hey, we didn't think about that before. That's an important insight. And suddenly, much of what was said, which was confusing or not taking us forward, we suddenly now have a way forward. We may not have the full solution ready to go. But at least we know where to start and which direction to turn because of one person's comment. All of that to say that part of being a good listener, well, let's frame it, frame it a different way. Part of being a not so good listener is we feel this pressure, this competitiveness to speak up all the time be heard so that others know who we are and respect us. And I know in many of the conversations where I'm trying to help folks, be it clients or students, I am trying to help people and encouraging them to speak up. The point we're trying to make here is not to avoid speaking up, but rather to make your act of speaking up count, to make it impactful and memorable. It's not easy, right? Because speaking up requires a certain amount of mental challenge. And it can be nerve-wracking, depending on how well you know the audience members in question and how welcoming they are to what may be, if not an opposing point of view, definitely a different point of view that you're sharing in, in the group itself. So perhaps for those folks who are less comfortable speaking up, this might be a reassurance that it's okay to speak up less often and to take your time to really listen and absorb what's being said. And once you've processed it, and maybe a light bulb goes off in your head based on a combination of things that were said, 
and perhaps due to your expertise in innovativeness. That as a result of all of the above, you say something profound and you save the day. I've been in that situation and I've been fortunate to sometimes be the person, not every time, but sometimes be that person that says the one thing that makes a difference. Now, of course, this takes great skill, right? The idea that you might sit for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, however many number of minutes, or it feels like hours, right? Because of the tortured nature of the conversation, time drags on. Part of the conversation here today is how can we sit patiently for those many minutes, that amount of time, and still make sure that we absorb what is being said? This doesn't have to be a professional setting even, right? It could be a personal setting. It could be a discussion among friends or family, right? Neighbors, community members, what have you. So let's talk about a few tips and techniques that might help you be a more patient and more productive listener. Let's think about what listening is. And let's think about what listening is trying to achieve. Listening, it comes from uh, a various set of root words, if you feel free to look it up online, as I did before the show. Part of it is hearing, yes, the words uh, to, to hear, as in to take in audio, but also a very key part of the, the root terminology in there is to pay attention. So you can see already, you've got the physical act where your ear, your physical receptacle, right, that we have been gifted with, that's receiving information, channeling it through various biological instruments that we don't have to get into, including but especially the nervous system, which we all know is connected to the brain. So listening isn't just a physical act, right? Well, it is partly, certainly, but it's also a cognitive act. So listening is hearing plus thinking, if you want to put it in terms of mathematical issue. Listening is hearing plus thinking. Key to that is you're thinking, hopefully, not to come up with a witty response necessarily to what the other person is saying, although I'm sure that's something we can work towards later on. A good listener, a better listener, is someone that perhaps first tries to just understand even if it's a terrible idea. And I know this is trying on your mind. It's trying on your patience. You've probably had a long day. But give it a minute. You might be surprised, even if you don't learn anything from the person talking, because maybe they're less experienced than you, less knowledgeable than you. You may be able to give them a learning moment as I'm often privileged to do, where, okay, your idea will work, but you're earnest, you're giving it a fair try, and you've got something there, right? So frequently people might say a string of sentences. What I try and do is maybe 
pick one or two things out. People say, you know, it's kind of like the comedic, throw everything on the wall, see what sticks. And a lot of times learners, students, clients are trying to answer your tough question or a tough problem uh, with, well, we could do this and this and this and this, right? Something like that. Maybe of the four things they say, two are uh, not going to work, but reasonable. One is a terrible idea. One has promise, right? So focus on the last one. And so by implication, you're saying, okay, the other three are not going to work, but let's focus on the one that, that might work. So I'll say, hey, I like one thing you said, right? And so I'm implying the other three, hmm, not worth repeating, and we'll kind of just ignore them. But, but hey, let, look, let's look at the one that, that has promise. And that keeps people positive and keeps people energized and, and motivated and engaged. And so we keep moving. And that's the, and that's the I think, the essence of good listening and, and dialogue, and in my case, teaching or, or coaching. And it's like, okay, let's, let's, let's figure this out, right? The goal is not you are the one with the best idea or I'm the one with the best idea. The goal is let's figure this out together. There's a very cool technique that some um, collaborative meeting uh, leaders are able to do. And uh, I learned this a long time ago. Um, you know, there was a, a, uh, a YouTube video that a team at Google had uploaded. And what they said, what they showed was that uh, the team, it was kind of like a design team. I vaguely remember it was to do with Google Maps, right? When Google Maps was relatively new, right? It was a, it was a fun, cool concept that they just... Uh, really, uh, you know, put out. It was live, right? It worked. It, it was it was being built upon and improved. And so they showed the different team members uh, shouting out ideas like, "Hey, maybe maybe someone, um, you know, needs to figure out. Okay, I'm at said location. Thanks to Google Maps, I know what street I'm on. But now I need to find things, right? I need to find a grocery store, maybe a coffee shop, uh, maybe a train station." You know, something of that nature. And so that's the kind of discussion that went back and forth. Things that, what what would a user need to make Google Maps worth their while? And so the leader at the time would, would pick out everybody's ideas, and there were some good ones, and would put them up on a, on a, on a whiteboard, right? But what, what, what I think the takeaway of the video, which they made, point, made sure to point out, was once the ideas on the board Nobody is given official credit. So it's not like idea on the board dash person's name, right? It's just idea. So minutes pass by and for the most part, everything on the board is the team's discussion, the team's conclusion, the team's assessment of the situation, right? And while certainly people have good memories sometimes and they'll remember who said what. But the emphasis, at least by the team leader, is, hey, good job, team. This is what we are determining together and agreeing to do in order to solve the problem. Now, that doesn't mean we don't give people good credit, right? But the essence is, by taking away sort of this competition, who's got the best ideas aspect, in this example, people were able to be more collaborative and focusing on getting the best solution rather than outdoing each other. So as you can see, there's many aspects to listening, right? So let's recap a few of them. 
we we've talked about certainly the idea that you can listen for a longer period of time during a given meeting or a discussion and speak towards the end. So you don't feel, hey, I didn't contribute anything to the meeting. You can say fewer things and make them count more because they're more well thought out, right? So speaking later, uh, especially for some people who, who like to think very carefully or before they say much, that, that this is a strategy will work for those people really well. Taking written notes, um, it doesn't matter if you're using a computer, or a tablet, or, or a, a pen and paper. Uh, you, can, you can utilize a combination of, of uh, media to keep your thoughts more active and, and force you to stay in the moment. This is a really good uh, trick for folks that feel they get easily distracted. If you're consciously taking notes, it's harder for your brain to pull you away. Other things that I think uh, perhaps we've discussed so far and, you know, we might be able to take away and, and try out are remembering that good listening requires patience, even if the ideas being mentioned aren't really helping. And yet you're, you're still, you're not lowering the standards, right? To be very clear to the type A people listening. You're not lowering your standards. It's not like a good listener allows bad ideas to be implemented, right? The point of the good listener is to allow people to feel as they're working things out in their minds and, you know, uh, shooting in the dark, if you will, uh, find the right path forward on a particular topic. And then perhaps towards the end of the meeting, everyone feels much more on the same page and much more clear about what the next thing might be do. So less is more. You can say less and still contribute. You can hear people out. You don't have to agree to a bad idea, but certainly try your best to keep them encouraged and keep them motivated in the correct direction. Uh, a quick tip on that might be, uh, you know, folks, this is great discussion. What we are trying to do, I just want to highlight, is, we, yes, we want to cut costs, but we really do want to find a more growth-oriented solution, right? And, and so that, that gives people some validation that, you know, their ideas are notable, um, and yet we still do need to keep moving in the direction because of the success metric that's uh, on the table. And that's just good guidance from any facilitator. Right? no matter what your rank or situation is in a given meeting. So all the all, folks, great listening requires patience, but not at the cost of success. With that, I think we can bring today to a close. As always, really appreciate uh, all your support and all your engagement. Feel free to drop by culturespeak.com. We, we try and post an episode every week. And whichever app you might be hearing this on, always appreciate a like, a subscribe, um, maybe a review if you so feel inclined. And have a wonderful rest of your day.